Hey, it's Phil Wohl, and you're back in the Meet Conversations. Coming to you live once again from the our mobile Subaru studio. My Subaru Forest Sport 2021. I love this car. It's comfortable. Not that I'm doing it for the car. It's comfortable. It's good driving height. I call it the greenhouse on wheels because it's the visibility is just tremendous. Great storage. Never thought I'd be driving a Subaru, but I love it. Which doesn't really lead me into my episode, but okay. Uh, today's episode's entitled "Why." You know, we could spend our whole lives, and a lot of us do, trying to answer the question "Why." Mostly because for the things that have happened to us in our life that have have left such a deep imprint that we have trouble shaking it. We have trouble moving forward because of the deep impact of what has happened to us. Whether it's in our conscious level of our mind or our subconscious level of our mind, it's still it's still rough. And I talk a lot about having these me conversations, obviously with ourselves, to figure out what was going on during this time, the things that we are aware of at least, the why, you know, trying to put your your head on somebody else's head is next to impossible. I always say to my wife, you're a rational person trying to have a, a discussion with an irrational person. So how you, there's no way you're going to come to any meeting of the minds because you're the only one coming with a mind. I mean, the other half is just, yes, it's always easy to think, I'm rational and this person's irrational because they don't agree with me. I'm not talking about agreeing. Let's just put the agreeing, the agreement aside. In my life, I'm not looking for agreement. I'm just looking to have a conversation to get somewhere close to that why. But not even a why, just the fuck. People abandon you. That's that seems to be that seems to be the biggest one. The abandonment. The abandonment, abandonment issue, I could say it 10 times fast. When people abandon you, and there are many different forms of abandonment, aren't there? I mean, I, I consider abuse a form of abandonment. You've, that person has abandoned you as, as a person of substance, as an individual, as somebody that, as someone who matters. You've been abandoned. Yes, people can walk away from you or... or not want to talk to you because you've hit on a nerve or you've hit on something they don't want to talk about, well, fuck you. That's really the way I feel about it. I'm a very reasonable person until we come to that. I'll talk, I'll talk to anyone at any time about anything. Maybe there's some guards up with work people, sure, because that's a professional environment. And unless you know somebody for a, a huge number of years and you completely trust them, not sure you want to go down that road. At least not immediately. Let's stick with the surfacey stuff. What are you doing this weekend? Nice weather. Let's stick with that stuff. How you feeling? Stuff like that. When you get into the deeper end of the pool, that's rough. You're kind of breaking that barrier between personal and professional. Which, okay. We're doing that a lot anyway from this work from home model, but that's okay. I'm just working from home. Doesn't mean I gotta bring my 
my, my work life home or my home life to work. So it's really that abandonment feeling, feeling of abandonment, that issue of abandonment, which is the problem for me. I think like, how does a person or a group of people not think about me? I think about them. I still know when their birthday is and I think about it on that day. I still, I still know certain things about them. How do you just dismiss another person and never want to hear from them again or never want to know anything about them? And that's where, that's where the scars and the scar tissues develop in life, people. And me. It really has. And I, I think, you know, from the outside looking in, it, look, it appears that I have receded. I have backed away. But I've only backed away because, you know, I initially I initially backed away because something was really wrong, an abuse, something that wasn't said. I wasn't protect. I didn't feel protected. I felt not vulnerable. I don't mind feeling vulnerable. I felt like I was in danger, or my family was in danger. Those things are real. And if you ignore those and just keep pushing the rock forward, that that's a problem. That's on you. Hey, we all do the best we can, right? But I think the best thing we could do is get away from people that make us feel um, a sense of danger, a sense of vulnerability going way beyond just being vulnerable. I'm going to be vulnerable and talk about things. No, being vulnerable to the point where it's going to do, do damage to you. You know, I, I, my mistake in life, if I, if I could go back and just review it, which I do a lot because I write books and I think about these things, my mistake in hindsight is 2020 and maturity is one thing. And when you know certain things now, it's tough to, again, put your, even your own mind, your own head now on a younger version of yourself. And that's why it was interesting to, for me to write that Meet Conversations, the Meet Conversations book which is available free on Smashwords and Amazon Kindle, if you want to download it. It was important for me to do that because not only was I thinking about what was in my head at that point or trying to, but also having a conversation with the current me and the four and the, the, the younger me where the younger me can get some perspective. At the time, you can't have perspective at the time. As you get older, you have perspective on, okay, all right. And some things I have no perspective on. I just have things I reacted to and, and I feel better for doing that. But saying like, hey, what were you, what were you thinking about right now? What is what I'm thinking? Well, you know, this is what this is what may happen or this is this is how I feel about it. And I, I don't think in the book I said this is what happens. But we had conversations about theoretical conversations about things. And I feel like. In my younger days, and I sound like an old person saying that, but when I was younger, I tended not to, I'm very, I don't like confrontation. And I'm the kind of person who doesn't start a fight, but I'm telling you, if you, you, you push me past a certain point, I'm going to finish that shit. So I never wanted to start a fight. If I thought, because my parents were crazy, my whole family was crazy, people around me were crazy and overreactive and yelling. So I didn't want to start anything. I didn't want to, you know, I was getting yelled at and things were crazy enough that I didn't want to, I didn't want to bring any of that on. So I tended to not say anything. 
and just internalize everything, which is not good either. And then, and then not really um, confronting the issue, just letting the issue go on and on to the point where I got older. And the point where I actually confronted it, confronted it was when I actually had kids myself. When I realized, hey, I'm, I'm the papa bear here. I got, I got to, I got to, I got to protect the dead. I can't fuck around with this shit anymore. I got to shut this down because this is dangerous. It's dangerous. And I, over time, I realized some things that had happened to me when I was younger that I didn't know. I just didn't, I, I couldn't have known. Three, four, three, four, five years old. I didn't, I didn't know. The things that have happened to other people around me, it's just, wow. So you could go searching for that why all day long. But the first thing you got to start with is why am I putting up with this shit? Why am I still here? Why haven't I walked away from this already? Not so much waiting for the reaction of someone else who's delusional and irrational and, and just a sociopath to... Uh, be honest with their feelings or be honest with what happened. They can't. If somebody does something so heinous to you, that, you know, people always say, you know, why did you talk to that person about that? This is how I feel about that. If that person is so freaking delusional and such a crazy person that they're going to do something like that to you without any conscience, fuck that. What are you looking for now? You're looking for them to admit it? They're in another galaxy. They live in a parallel universe where they're never going to admit it. They don't even feel like what they did, if it's abuse, they don't feel like they ever did anything wrong. And believe me, you're not the only person they've done this to. It's a serial, serial kind of situation where they're going to keep doing it. If somebody thinks so little of someone else or takes advantage of somebody else. I'm I'm six and a half feet tall. I don't take advantage of it. I never have with my size. I just don't. I'm aware of that. Where some people are just not aware. They're they're ill, basically. So if you're looking for that person to give you that why, to answer that question why, wow. That's gonna be a weight that lasts your entire life. And you're never gonna get resolution. So first of all, have those meet conversations. Have that conversation with yourself saying, why? Why did I take that for so long? Why am I, why am I holding this shit for this other person? Because essentially, when you're sad about something that somebody did to you, you're holding their shit. They put your shit on, on they put their shit on you. You fucking do anything. You're a victim. So you know what you do? You pick both hands up. Stick your middle fingers out and say, fuck you. Not to the person, say, fuck you, and just move on. Fuck you, I'm not holding this shit for you anymore. And you'll see, that why won't hold as much prominence for you anymore. Fuck you, I'm a good person. Stand on my own goddamn two feet and live my life. I'm not fucking think of this asshole anymore. That's how it goes. And if you listen to this podcast, I don't really get upset too often. I get upset about that. I don't like it when people take advantage of other people and abuse them. I don't like it. I don't like when we think we're in a relationship and we're doing 100% of the work and they're doing zero. That's not a relationship. That's abuse. Just think about that. Turn that, instead of feeling sad 
and holding shit for other people, think about it. Internalize it yourself and say, how how am I going to fix that? And you and you start to repair it. I don't know if we could ever completely repair it, but we start to compare. We start to repair the damage within ourselves by correcting those things within ourselves, and and we stop. We let we we release this this responsibility we've been holding on to for dear life by holding somebody else's shit. Let it go. And I'm not saying we let go of what happened. We let go of holding that shit. Holding that shit. We, we, we have to release this other person from our life. We have to get rid of them and stop thinking about them so much because they're taking up too much headspace for us. And they're, they're impeding us from any, any real progress in our life. Just think about that, okay? I, I, I pray for us and you, whether you're religious or not, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a part of speech. He's saying, I pray for you. I, I, I think very deeply about people and I'm very empathetic. And I, I think about the impact it has on people. I can see it in people's eyes. And I see it in my eyes sometimes and I feel it in my gut and my soul. So I, I really hope that we can have some peace, all of us, all of us, all of, all of us victims, all of our, all of our people, all these people that are empathetic like me, all these people that feel other people, have a high emotional uh, intelligence. Be emotionally intelligent and, and, and evict these people from your minds, okay? You've been in the Meet Conversations. This is Phil Wool. I told you about downloading the Meet Conversations for free. I've written over 50 books. Have a good time. They're all different types of fiction books. Some health, self-help books in there as well. Download them free on Amazon Kindle, Smashwords. First name is Phil, last name is Wohl, W-O-H-L. And I hope you're well, and I'll talk to you again real soon, okay? Take care.